This is raw and unfiltered, from sex, sports to culture, all topics considered. It's a good time with dope conversation. Every time you take a listen, it's a celebration. So tap in, you won't be disappointed. We keep it a buck, anything else is pointless. Facts over fluff, our discussions are poignant. Politically incorrect, well that's what the point is. We talk our talk like nobody else can. We give our perspective, not afraid to make a stand. Nothing off the record, every take and every rant is unapologetic and we stand on that. We make you think, we make you laugh out loud the realest place on the internet hands down we give it to you straight nothing here is watered down the best show in town and you can bet the house yes you can bet the house yes you can bet the house we give it to you straight nothing here is watered down the best show in town and you can bet the house hey yo y'all already know what it is what it is and what it's always gonna be now, I said a long time ago, like, sometimes you got to stick with what you know. So tonight, I'm going to take it back a little bit. See, I always talk about bet the house, but there's a key ingredient to why bet the house in this heyday was moving the way that it was and it wasn't just the normal people that I was named so tonight I'm gonna introduce y'all well reintroduce y'all I know it's been a while you know this brother he 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 been gone for a minute um in bed the house land but like I said he was definitely a part of the heyday I got my good brother Jess Red in the building man what up what up what up what up what up what they do, brother? What's going on, man? Man, so you know, it's been a while, man. What you been up to, man? Talk, talk to the good people. Let everybody know who you is. Run down that resume, cause that motherfucker is powerful. Run it down, man. It, it is indeed. It is. Um, co-host of Cold Reader Podcast, the Rivers Post. Um, founder for the love of music. I mean, a co-founder for the love of music, man. Just. I'm that guy. I'm, I'm me. I'm the one that, you know, tries to maintain to keep a level head, tries to maintain keeping a level head. But um, no, I'm just been been grinding, man. You know, after for I think for a lot of people um, after COVID and I, I can't even say after COVID because we're still dealing with the pandemic. They've they're heightened numbers, to be honest with you. But now that somewhat of life has kind of gotten back to some form of normalcy regular work just started really taking off taking off so kind of took a hiatus for a minute um cold red took a hiatus and hell i just ain't been behind the scenes on a lot of stuff providing some information some insight and some guidance to some folks but just doing me man just just chilling but i'll say once you get on this mic it's almost like getting your first tattoo the moment you get that first one, within the next day or so, you want another, and you want another. And I've been itching and itching and itching, but just kind of been prolonging. But I got some stuff cooking up. There's some stuff definitely cooking up. Be on the lookout for it. Um, some moves are about to be made, some readjustments, some realignments, and yeah. So I just want, you know, okay, so I got to say this. 
And you know, I don't normally give people their flowers. That ain't that ain't my thing. I don't I don't give people their flowers. But I will tell y'all this: through all my storms that have taken place over the last two years, uh, this brother here, he always answers the phone. And when I say always, I mean always. Like, you know, there have been times that I have uh, cried my soul out to this dude. And I got to tell you, a lot of times he was saying shit that I didn't want to hear. And then I think it finally set in like, okay, now nah, maybe I got to listen. So, man, I just want to, I just want to tell you, I appreciate you, man. Cause I know, um, it ain't easy being in the middle. Okay. No, never so. is. But I mean, <laughs> when you, when you, when you set yourself aside, you, you can impartially do what you need to do. And, and, you know, I've never shared to the world because that was my thing. It, it wasn't it wasn't for me to come out and say, you know, hey, this X, Y, Z, you know, wasn't for me to come out and tell the story or anything like that. Facts. What happened is what happened. But my word to you was, I can't do anything with you publicly until I can help you build yourself back up privately. Facts. And I Absolutely. meant that. And, you know, after, you know, the last conversation that you and I had, I see the growth. Facts. I see the change. Like, so. like, man, like I'm telling you, um, this last year, especially because I think like rock bottom, I had finally met rock bottom. Like we had became best buddies and it took me a while like to to figure it out cuz i had a whole bunch of whole bunch of demons and shit that i was fighting at that moment but now it's like man like everything that we're doing individually in life and as podcasters you know you can't i i i used to try to drown myself in podcast and to take away life shit i realized i couldn't do that so now it's yeah, like you can't now from it yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to try to run behind this thing and I was like, nah, we gotta we gotta get back to it. But I uh, here you go. I already know what that means. Let's go. One thing ain't changed is I know you still with the fucker. <laughs> All right. All right, listen. So I started a new segment on this show. It's called We Ain't Forget. Okay. We ain't forget what y'all used to do. Back in the days, here's some of the things that people used to do. Ladies, we ain't forget y'all used to wear the jersey dresses with the jeans under. I never understood that shit. You don't remember that that phase? I don't ever remember no jeans. Or was it just a Chicago shit. thing? Yeah, that had to be some Chicago shit. Like the, <laughs> the chicks down here, they used to just wear jersey dresses and tennis shoes, and that was that. Uh, yeah, they. I, I thought it was like really, really weird. Like, okay, you have that's a dress. Dumb. You have a dress and you on. Got a pair of jeans. Yeah, that's dumb. And jeans. I want to see what's under the dress, but I can't because the jeans is like, it, it was just weird to me. So then that, that was the ones running in your circle. They was trying to hide from you. <laughs> Everybody used to do this. I want to call your phone and, and talk to you. I want to tell you it's a Fifi on the block or something. We hitting the mall or something. 
And instead, when I call you, I'm hearing Nelly and Kelly Rowland on your voicemail. I don't want to. I didn't. I hated that shit. Okay. Come on. Nah, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to fall for that because I know you did it. I know you sat there. You find the key point. You sit there and cue a song up and grab your phone and put it right next to the radio <laughs> and play your part. And then you fuck up and then have to go re-rewind it and do it all over again. I know you did. See, I was different. I would wait until like the instrumental part where there wasn't no words in it. And then I would hit them either with a rap or like my LL whispers in the dark type voice. Like, yeah, you know, it's your boy Smash. You reach me. It's your boy Ken. You reach me right now. I'm not able to come to the phone. But, you know, I had to put the little voice on, you know, for 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 the women, I wasn't trying to do it for you dudes, but yeah, that was, and you had to get that perfect part in the song. Otherwise, you had to start all over. <laughs> yeah, you had you had to get the most popular part. That that's what yeah the part that just everybody went went in on. You know, definitely. no, you didn't you didn't want to have the same voicemail as everybody else. You know, yeah. Um, so you 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 try to be different from everybody else. So that was something else. Um, fellas, we ain't forget y'all used to wear them basketball, them NBA basketball jeans with all the basketball logos on them. We ain't forget. Okay. I don't nah, know. It had to be some up north shit. You ain't, you ain't. ain't nah, when you rock that They had there. jeans with all the NBA teams on, the logos on the pants. And nah, that had to be some for real Chicago <laughs> shit. <though. laughs> nah, I ain't mad about that. It's just that nine times out of ten, the dudes that was wearing them it was like three or four sizes too big on. Cause this was baggy pants was in style. Like, yeah, you know, I'm glad we got rid of that, the baggy pants phase. So yeah, the NBA logos was cool. Um, the boots all the way up to your legs, ladies. And it wasn't like I could see if y'all was going out somewhere special. Y'all had this shit on standing on the block. Like what? Yeah, we ain't forget. Man, they was advertising. They was trying to make a little change. I don't know, but yeah, that 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 wasn't it. You know, I ain't, I ain't like that shit. Um, another thing on my list: everybody that wore them Stefan Marbury Starberry shoes, y'all out of pocket. I don't care how cheap they was. Them things was twenty dollars, but Mm-mm. I'm cool. No. You ain't never have a pair of Starberries. No, <laughs> ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't even like Stephon Marbury, so no, hey, I damn sure ain't had him. When he when he got drafted, when he got drafted, I was living in Minnesota, so I was, you know, you ain't had no choice but to be a Stephon Marbury fan because they they loved them here, but them shoes was out of pocket. I don't yeah. care him and Shaq shoes. I don't care no. how cheap they was. And, Ain't I never wasn't have, buying. Never had a pair of either one of them. <laughs> never. Now I remember a cat that used to rock them in school, but no, never. <laughs> uh I know, fellas, I know y'all wanted to do the end thing with y'all girls back in the day, but them magic photos was not it, Chief. Okay. You ain't never do the magic photos with the background, with the different kind of backgrounds with your girl. The the pictures that used to be on MySpace, you know how they used to have the little clouds and stuff. <laughs> Behind the people, <laughs> no, and, and never did them. Oh, 
Oh, oh, I'm telling you, the MySpace, that was the trend on MySpace. If you wasn't, if you wasn't popping with your girl in the little cloud with some clouds behind you or the sun and the moon and stars and shit, you wasn't hitting on shit. And it's crazy because if you go on MySpace right now, you'll see a whole bunch of them pictures. Like, hold on, is it the website still up? Yeah, MySpace is still up. You no, can't play crazy. none of the music or nothing off that, but your pictures and your profile and all that stuff is still on there. Um, speaking of pictures, the whole blazed out SpongeBob. Y'all remember the SpongeBob picture? Yeah, with SpongeBob with was studying. My space. Hey, listen, my space was the shit back in the day, man. I got a, I got a lot of action off of my space, man. Shout out to my space. You know, good times, fun times. What a time to be young, man. Um, all right. So, oh yeah. Last one, the baby fat era, the baby fat fubu, all of that. I just look back at pictures and just be like, "Yo, what the hell was I thinking? What was I thinking?" You, you. Nah, you, I mean now. Uh... Fubu, Fubu did that thing for a minute and they came in pretty strong and heavy, you know, black owned and, you know, for us, by us. And they, they came in real heavy. And then when they came with the baby fat um, edition for the women, that, mm. that, that, that went heavy for, for a good little minute until it started being sold in Walmart. Hey, cause you know, what's crazy champs, champs, the uh, champion. That used to be a Walmart thing back in the Yo, day. You back in the day, definitely. You wouldn't be caught dead back. in Champion back in the day. But now? <laughs> now? Now? Yeah. Ch- champion is is the shit. But, you know, even back then, um, you know, it's almost the equivalent. Starter used to be the same way at one point. Yeah. But then, yeah. It got, then it got hella popular. And then price, price hikes and everything. Everybody wanted it. Everybody oh, had yeah. to have a starter jacket. But that's what everybody doing, though. Shit that used to be, you know, frowned upon back in the day. And, you know, now everybody doing it. Eating pussy. Eating pussy back in the day. You know how niggas used to be. Man, I ain't eat nobody pussy. I ain't with that shit. Shit. Yeah. Shit. So, yeah, yeah niggas 100%. be lying. That used to be the thing. They used to, man, you wouldn't get caught dead admitting it back then. Facts. Facts. Now everybody, everybody on the block... Everybody on the block will be clowning you, but the crazy part is the nigga that's clowning you ate more than you. Now that's every dick. That's a lot of niggas pickup line. Girl, yeah. I eat your pussy. <laughs> and it ain't even, man, it ain't even a pickup line. Like they boldly putting it under the threads on their posts. They they put a post and it's, hey, check this, hey. Yeah, man, <laughs> shit, goofy as fuck. All right, man, so I was saying, um. Did you happen to see the uh the Dwight Howard video where he was uh the workout his, with his kid? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you what do you think about that, man? Did you think did you think it was it was it was too much or was he doing what the hell he was supposed to do? Um I'm torn in between because of the simple fact is this. This era of children um and and this generation they, I, I, matter of fact, I put a tweet up the other day um, that I felt as I felt my kids because they don't know what it is to go outside and fall down and come up, come back in with a cherry. Hell yeah! They, they, you don't know, they don't know what it is to go out there and you know get up in nine o'clock in the morning. 
by 9 45 10 o'clock you down the street to the candy lady house you spending two dollars on some shoes some cookies and a juice and you up at the park and y'all playing ball y'all skating y'all basketball baseball football whatever you can do run around the neighborhood all day long these kids don't know anything about that so in a sense pushing his son to a limit and not willing to accept a level of weakness from him mm-hmm. i can understand but then at some point you've got to have some form of instinct to realize you know what maybe i've pushed my kid too far mm-hmm. to say hey you know what let me lighten up i mean this ain't you know this is your kid this is this ain't no rookie that you hazing this ain't no Facts. you know somebody Facts. that's trying to make the squad with you that you know, it's barely making a G League and you're trying to push him to be better. This is your son. Mm-hmm. And I get the fact that, you know, me, we as men, we're tough on our sons and, we, you know, we want them to be a certain way and that we want certain, you know, results to come from them. But that, uh, I don't I didn't even read up to see how old a kid was, but just from the looks of it, he couldn't have been no more than, you know, 10. Right. And for him to be pushing them to those, to those extents. I mean, I've cut, coached youth sports before. So, you know, I've seen some kids that are just built different, that you can push them to the limit. But then there are some kids that you've got to really pull the limit out of them. And that kid looked like he reached his limit. So I really feel in that instant, in in that instance, it may have been well too far. And then, you know, quite naturally, you're going to have, you know, the mothers and, you know, the maternal instincts and, and the, the women that see it and they're going to chime in and say that, you know, how dare he and that he pushed yeah. it. I mean, yeah. once you see, once you see tears, true tears from it, former from your kid, something got You got to, you got to realize something at that point. I'm, I was kind of torn about it too, because I felt like, that's exactly what some of these kids out here in the world need. They need that, that push, push, push me, not run me to the ground, push me, but they need that push me that eye of the tiger, don't quit, keep going, you know, till you can't go type of type of motivation. My right. thing is, it's like the one thing that I think they forgetting is that he has an active father around. And I think we living in the era of people are trying to be friends with their kids and just accepting, All right, I can't do it. You didn't even try. If yeah. you just say you can't do it, then that's good enough for some parents. Me, I feel like, yeah, you have to be tough on, on your kids. I don't, I don't, like I said, not run them to the ground tough but tough enough to know because the world is not going to accept I can't or I don't want to or I don't feel like it. Like, the world is not so... I think what I try to teach my kids is that I have to prepare you for the world because the world is nothing nice. Yeah, definitely. If you think I'm tough, step outside in the world and see how they, if they care about your feelings. See, I care about your feelings. I do. I want to see you win. The world don't care. They don't care. No. So I think I had to set minds up for, for that lesson early. Like, man, look, my son just turned 16. My son had a job, has a job, a summer job. 
He had a job three weeks before he turned 16. These was his goals. He wanted a job. My son has had a bank account probably since he was like 10 years old. He doesn't spend his money even, even working now. Like he's working. He takes it serious. Like a hundred percent. He takes it serious. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't be on his phone. He doesn't do anything. Every times I call him, he'll text me and tell me, Hey pop, I'll call you back. I'm at work. All right, cool. Take that serious. I had to have a conversation with him yesterday. I said, man, listen, I said, I love that you're working. I love your initiative, but don't forget that you are still a kid, man. Take your summer, take some parts of this summer and have some fun. Yeah, Don't just definitely. work, 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 work. Cause school start back in a couple months. Right. And it's like, I don't want you in this box where you, my son is a, is a straight introvert. He doesn't, he doesn't hang around people. He loves playing uh, Call of Duty, stuff like that. He'll sit in the house all day and read, whatever like that. I like that. But I told him yesterday, I said, man, listen, you're still a kid. So I think that's the whole Dwight, Dwight situation. Like, at the end of the day, like you said, your son is still a kid. Yeah. Like, you can push him. He's got to realize. Yeah, you can push him. I ain't going to never tell no dad don't push him because, listen, I was that kid that wished a man pushed me. My dad was around, but he wasn't around. I wish, I wish that I got pushed away. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. I think, I think a lot of these children are, are going to grow up and become outstanding citizens because they had somebody in their corner. Like sometimes that's all a kid really wants is somebody to know that they care. Like you yeah. care about me. And I think that's the most important thing to my kids. Like they know I'm going to go to the end of the earth for them, even if it means pushing them to their limits. Now, mind you, I said limits. Not till they dead and buried. No, I'm going to push yeah, you to yeah. your limits and we'll see where it goes. So I wasn't mad at Dwight. I think a lot of these parents out here are trying to be friends with their children. And that's where everything that's that's the error. That, that's that, that's where that's where they are with things like everybody wants to oh, my kid doesn't like me. No, mm. you can't get to that point. You can't, it, it's not, it's, it's not about them liking you. It, it's facts you, that your child needs to respect you. Facts. Um, you know, it's, you, you're not my friend. It, you're my child. And yeah. you've got to understand and know the difference. But, you know, society, social media, and just the, the difference of, or, or I would go back and say the term that used to come out um, when I that I would hear a little bit when I was younger or in my teens, babies raising babies. Facts. And, and we're seeing that that trend continued on to where, hell, I may have been late 20s, possibly getting ready to turn into my 30s before I really ever took a drink in front of either of my parents. Yeah. So... You know, but I've seen people that I've grown smoking, up with drinking, sm smoking with the parent, yeah, drinking with the parent, staying out all night, like standing in line together to get in before free drinks before eleven yep. together. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's a difference, you know, in the way that people are raised and the way that kids are raised um, compared to where they were once raised. Um, you see it on hell. You see it on um, television. You see it in movies hell where yeah. you know kids are now questioning parents. Well, why? Well, why? 
well, why should I do this or why should I do that? So, I mean, it's definitely it, it's a you, difference in upbringing. I, that word, this, why, would have yeah, got you killed. Still in my to this day. day, I don't ask my mama why. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it would have got you murdered. Like what? Why? Oh, oh man! I'm, I'm gonna show you why, man. man. I'm, I'm gonna show you why. I'm gonna show you all 24 inches of all uh -huh. three feet of this extension cord as to why. I tell my kids, yes, I got an open door policy. You can talk to me about whatever, but right. you ain't gonna talk to me how you talk to your friends. Like, exactly. like yeah. we ain't gonna do that. Like, you can talk to me. I'm down to listen, but uh, I think I had a certain level. They know, like, yo, I can I can talk to him, but it's just the way that you that you talk to me. Like, I yeah. think parents, we really, and I say we, because you know. Some of us are not ready for those hard conversations we have with kids. Like, I'm scared. Like, I got one daughter out the bunch. So it's like, them conversations that are going to come up, I am not prepared for them. But um, you got to. You, you got to because I'd rather you, you hear from me to. and I'd be uncomfortable than you going out in the world telling you their version. So. Yeah. yeah, or either hell, not even the fact of that. Um, they ain't gonna tell you their version. <laughs> you just gonna you gonna get lost in the sauce and become a part of their story. And you have to think back at, at the end of the day. Shoot, you and I have had some conversations. Thanks. So, um, yeah, you got to think of her meeting the sixteen year old or the fifteen year old version of Smash. Oh yeah. No, that ain't gonna float. Oh no. Cause I'm <laughs> listen, me exactly. at 16, yeah. man, listen, man, I would come back and, and pop me at 16. If me at 16 showed up at my door, like, nah, we ain't doing that. My boy. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, man, I think it's, you, you gotta have those conversations. I'd rather my kids learn from me. And learn from the streets and learn from the world. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Everybody would love man, that. Man. All right. Now, I got to say this, man. Listen, the theme of tonight is, is, is this next topic here. Now, I've seen this video. It was this little, little, he couldn't have been no more than 10 or 11. Little white boy. The video, he went to people's houses. I don't know where he where he lived, where this was cool, but he was going to people's houses and he was ringing their doorbells and he was trying to find new friends. It touched my heart, man, because the way that he was telling his story, he was saying like, you know, um, he was basically, and it was a guy. I don't know that from the comments, the guy that he was talking to was uh out of town. He was on his ring camera or something and he was talking to the little kid. Because me, I would have opened up my door and been and just gave this kid a hug, man, because it 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 touched me. So basically the kid was going around, he was knocking on doors, he was trying to find other kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. I, I, he said, I saw it. He said that he had friends, but they were bullying him. So they really weren't his friends and he didn't want to be their friends anymore because they were bullying him. So later on in the video, the guy is telling him like, well, hey, I don't I don't have any kids. 
uh, any older kids, we have a brand new baby. She's like two. And when a little boy said, you know what? I really like babies. He wasn't saying it in like a creep way or nothing, but it really touched me because I'm like, this kid would rather be friends with a two-year-old because that's where that whole video just said, yo, this is a cry for help. Like, this dude is crying out for help. And it's like, I was reading the comments. It was a lot of people was emotional. They, 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 they agreed with, 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 you know, him not being friends with the bullies and things like that. But that's, listen, those are the kind of signs right there that make you just, listen, you have to pull these kids to the side and ask them, what are they feeling? What are they going through? What are they experiencing? Because there are a lot of emotionally damaged children out here who rather you know, get out here and find friends on their own and do things on their own than talk to their parents. And that's what bothers me. Like, there are kids out here that are killing themselves, that are harming themselves because they feel unloved, they feel unwanted, they feel unappreciated. So when yeah. I was seeing a little boy and it was just like, yo, this here touched my heart enough to say, you know what, I got to start having these talks with my kids. Because one thing I tell my kids and I've been telling them this since the beginning of time. You don't have to worry about who don't like you. Right. You got a whole flock of brothers and sisters. Y'all nearly damn near the same age. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, shoot, uh, 16, 12, 12, uh, 8, 9, 8, 7, Five, three, like y'all are nearly yeah, like all. Might as well have got the fucking count from goddamn Sesame Street on this bitch. Twelve, <laughs> ah, 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 six, ah, ah, ah. God, I'm damn. just saying because I got to make sure I get all the ages right. Goddamn I got a lot of them. So it's like y'all don't have to worry about being friends with the world. But one thing I always tell yeah. my children: if you see somebody, you know, like. I have my my 12 year old. My 12 year old has a heart of gold. Mm -hmm. um, I got a call from his teacher like a couple weeks before school ended. And uh, there was a kid in his class that was getting bullied. And now my kid, he's not a fighter, but I teach him enough to know that if something ain't right, stand up for it. Yeah, yeah. So the call from the teacher was saying, you know, Kyron, he, he's not in trouble. There was actually a student here that was getting bullied and he stood up to the bully and told the bully that if you're going to hit him, you're going to have to hit me too. And I was just like, I'm thinking in my head, like my kid is not a fighter, but I love it because I teach them again, wrong is wrong. Like yeah, yeah. If, if, you know, and the kid backed down. He wasn't he wasn't ready for that situation. Now, I had to ask him, I said, now, what happens if the kid did back down? He was just like, well, you know. I was going to do my best and I was just like, OK, I can't fault him for that. I mean, you, you, you definitely <laughs> can't, can't fault. Him I can't for that. I can't I can't be mad at him for that. And I just think, man, like, listen, um, 
talk to your kids, man. Talk to yeah, them. Definitely. You know, um, if they feel bullied, they feel pressured, they feel unloved, they feel ignored, talk to them. Encourage them. Yeah, you got to make um, them feel comfortable enough to be able to open up to say all of those things. You know, yeah. um, they get to a point to where they don't feel that they have that open door to where they can say it or it. I, I, I keep saying and mentioning society. Society makes them feel as though, well, hey, if I express this, I'm weak. If I if I say this, you know, it's a problem for me opening up and telling my parent this or running to go tell mm-hmm. dad or running to go tell mom this. So, yeah, you definitely have to make them, you know, comfortable enough to share that, ask the appropriate questions to find those types nice. of things out. Now, the issue that I've got with that video, or I won't say the video, mm. I have a problem with the results. So... Yeah, it's 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 heart wrenching to see that kid basically, you know, scouring the neighborhood to find friends. Yeah, because you know, the kids that he was playing with decided to bully him, and you know, from his image, I, I was that kid at one point in life. I was mm. a, I was a fat kid in the neighborhood, and you know, I, I was the one that got picked last or or whatever, and you yep. know, but. Yep. It, it, and that's what he seems like. But he seems like he was, he's a genuinely cool kid or a good kid. You know, he just, I, I would say somewhat didn't seem like he's as fast as others. But mm-hmm. um, they raised $35,000. They started to go fund me for this kid because he couldn't have friends. So now no, we're going to buy a part. Yeah, they started to go fund me for him. And they raised like thirty five grand. Mm-hmm. So what, are we going to buy him friends? Basically, that are gonna bully him once the money runs out, or I mean, are we are we sending it? Are we get it raising this money to send him to a camp to be around yeah. other kids? What the hell is thirty five thousand dollars gonna do to this friendless eleven year old? That's a good question. Cause I will say this, man. Listen, when I first okay, so when I lived in Chicago, I was the biggest kid on the block. I didn't have a problem being bullied. Wasn't wasn't nobody going to bully me again. I'm the biggest kid on the block. When I moved to Minnesota, um, I went to a school with my brother and my sister. And this kid who happened to be bigger than me mm-hmm. thought it was a good idea to pick with the new kid. So every day he would do something fucked up to me and um so i told my brother about it my brother my brother checked him he went and told his sister his sister bigger than him <laughs> they went and got baby d on your ass so yeah and she was big in size and height so it was like Man, what the fuck are y'all feeding these kids over here? Like, and got Coretta <laughs> on your ass. <laughs> so, so I thought eventually, like, yo, I gotta try something else because we can't fight them because they was a deep ass family. We can't fight them. So, I ended up, you know, what I'm saying, buying buying this dude off. Like, yo, giving him, uh. No, ain't no way. Cane boys and 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 <laughs> oh, all type shit. of shit. Like you know what I'm saying. I I took my brother Game Boy and gave it to him. And after the net the day before, I gave him mine. 
So it got to the point where I realized that this dude's they father was beating the holy shit out of them at home. So they were coming to school and terrorizing on, everybody. On that else. energy off. It just really bothered me. Like I think about it every now and then, like, yo, this kid, maybe he just needed friends just in his own own way. You know what I'm saying? It's it's messed up because I heard the story. Uh and it just, it just, you know, cause it, he actually told me himself, you know, that his dad used to beat him, beat all of them. And that's why they, they're the way that they are and, and things like that, because. So what, did he have like a heart to heart while he was beating your ass or something? Like, <laughs> hey, you know, you know, that whole, it's going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Like, okay. What, so what, what happened was, um. The teachers had said like they they tried to let us solve it out amongst ourselves, and before they got the parents involved, and he they said the very next time that we came to them, then they would have to get the parents involved. So it got to the point where we got to fighting, and then I was like, you know what, I had enough of you and all this dumb shit you keep doing. So I'm about to let them know, and then he was like, no, 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 no. We can we can we can talk about this. I think I was like eleven at the time. We can talk about this amongst ourselves. And he was explaining like, "Yo, I'm the reason that I am because if I go home like this and get in trouble, my dad gets this call. My dad gonna beat my ass." And then he showed me like his arms and his back and shit because we used to wonder why this motherfucker wore long sleeve sweaters and shit. Like his daddy was beating the shit out of them, bro. Like it wasn't even a game and. I don't know what happened with them after that because I, I wouldn't even say the word snitch, but I uh whistleblowed the situation to, you know, Maybe one you of two. You snitched, <laughs> so you went and got you went and got this man ass beat again. No, I, yes, you did. I, they called his parents. They called his daddy, and he beat his ass again. Well, I don't know because. Last thing I heard, they got them out the home. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what happened after that. You know, I don't even remember the kid name because otherwise I'd have been trying to look the kid up. But then I thought about it like, what if this dude is a convicted killer or something now? And I took him away from his daddy and his mama. And oh, now he's he, gone. He, <laughs> Man, he want revenge. But, so, dude, talk, but the thing that, that get me is you say you started trying to buy this kid off. No, man. <laughs> You talking about their family was too deep. Now we would have had to run the fucking gun. I ain't like, even tried to holler at the sister to get my way in. <laughs> Tell your brother to stop messing with me. Like eleven year old <laughs> me, let this had a bit sixteen year old me. I'd have been piping her ass all through the school just, just for whatever. God damn it, like shit, baby D would have got it that day. God damn it. Um, but yeah, man, and he, and there's another thing too. Going around knocking at people's doors. Yeah. His intentions might have been good. He's new to the neighborhood. Gotta be. Because he he's, he doesn't bells know what and somebody kids. pull his ass in and he ain't never seen again, then you know. Mm, I, 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 I get where you're going with that. And when we, yeah. we are living in those in those kind of days where where things like that do occur, but I don't think that based upon from what I could see of the neighborhood. 
I, I don't think that it would have been that way. And, you know, just for that type of question, he obviously is new to the neighborhood and mm -hmm. it's just like, hey, I want to be out. I want to have friends. I want to be able to do things. But, you know, I just will not stand for, you know, these guys, you know, doing whatever it was that they were doing and tormenting. At some point, he's going to wind up on somebody's television show somewhere. Yeah. And it's going to be more to it. It's definitely okay to buy friends, though. Nah, man. Somewhat. No. Nah. Sort of, kind of. Nah. It's if like... Because, it's... no, it's, it's not genuine at that point. It's absolutely not yeah, genuine. But... If somebody rocks with you, they rock with you. Yeah, you but can't you just rock with a person because of what they can do for you, what they can buy you. No, nah, that's I mean, real. I mean, you got to think about it, though. We we all buy buy people at some point in our lives. Like, you know, you buy I mean, friendships, you buy marriage, people buy vagina. It's oh, it's shit. a here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole with you. I'm I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole with you. I mean, yeah, you've got people that do that. You've got people that, yeah. that will go go buy women, buy vagina, go buy pussy or whatever. You got people that'll do that. But I don't think that you have people that are really out there buying friendships. Or, okay, let's let's look at it in this light. Let's play devil's advocate. Mm. Is it really the person buying a friendship or is it really the other person being an opportunist? I like that opportunity not what the little kid did was admirable he he said yeah. fuck y'all y'all want to bully me who i ain't gotta hang around y'all i'll find new friends and i think i think we've all had those experiences because listen i was that kid i had people hanging around me who who i truly genuinely thought had my best interest growing up mm -hmm. and it was just like then i started realizing because they always say you want to know who your friends are go to jail Go, mm. go this, have something drastic happen to you and see who steps up and see who's there. And um, I did. I went through that a few times in my life. And I had to really separate like, okay, friends and associates. Like if you, if you beat my ass, if you're stealing from me, if you take it from me, you're really my friend. And I had the roughest time sorting that out growing up i had the roughest time sorting that out because i would think like shit even my mind frame was like yo you gave me some pussy so that mean we go together type shit and <laughs> damn man <laughs> oh shit nah it, it, it don't always go that way bro <laughs> you telling me digging out that shit <laughs> but back then i didn't i didn't understand it like so I think I think we got to start being more clear about our intentions about what we is. But I will break down to you. Listen, a friend, you ask 10 people what a friend is and they'll give you 10 different answers. 10 different answers. What it is to me is somebody, honestly, somebody you know that you can count on right or wrong. They ain't going to tell you you right when they know you wrong. They ain't right. going to tell you wrong when they know you right. That's... That's a friend. A friend is somebody who y'all honest with each other. Y'all are respectful of each other. Yeah, of each other's spaces, of each other's, you know, a friend. Anytime, listen, I've had people when I got locked up, I've had people who couldn't wait to go holler at 
you know, whoever I was dealing with. Couldn't wait to go, you know what I'm saying? I've seen people who who were big-time drug dealers get locked up, and then now everybody ain't, they ain't worried about, you know, taking care of him. They worried about, all right, man, who finna get these customers? Who finna get these? Like, you know what I'm saying? I've seen it. And it's like, the one thing that I tell people that I see a lot, the world is not going to stop when you go to jail or when you pass. Facts. It ain't gonna stop. It's gotta go. It it's ain't gonna, gonna keep stop. Moving. So you gotta put yourself in positions to make sure you're straight. You have to right. be your best friend. You, you have to be your best friend. It's yep. okay to have other friends outside of it, but you have to be your own best friend at some point because nobody's going to have your back like you're going to have your back. And if people feel like they can take advantage, they can walk all over you, they're going to do it. You're talking to the ultimate walk around her. I, I, listen, I used to lie. I ain't going to lie to you. It be chicks, you know, hey, girl, I'm going to get your hair done. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Whatever. <laughs> Because that's so I can get the cheeks. And then it's like, all right, well, shit. Now that I got the cheeks, like, all right, what you finna do? Cause I ain't got it. I ain't I ain't gonna do it. So I felt like, you know, <laughs> listen, man, I was I was rough back in them days, man. Like, you know, there have been times where, you know, I would be on like the party line. And you know, there have been times. This is before. This is before camera phones and all that shit. You be on the party line, and chicks be describing themselves. Know how they got smoky, and I would be like, "Man, like I really kick it with you." I was the ultimate catfish finder before Neef was ever even existed. Like, <laughs> like if you if you described yourself to me, mm -hmm. or you know what I'm saying, I so. One thing I learned is I had, okay, real quick. I had a chick that I met off the party line come to my crib. She was nothing like what she described. And it pissed me off, not even to the sense, because, listen, I cleaned my room extra good that day. I went and got the little roll-on bottles of cologne. Uh, I cleared everybody out the house, my sisters and everybody. I sent them out to the mall. Like I hadn't anticipated because this woman said she was thick like J-Lo. So I'm like, all right, cool. Mm. Shorty got there and she looked nothing like J-Lo in, in any aspect. So she got there and we kicking it. Now, as we kicking it, I didn't want to hit anymore. But after sitting down talking to her, I realized like, yo, Shorty, you cool as hell. I don't want to fuck. But you cool as heck. And I think, I think, you know, what it is is when I found out about the party line, people on that just really needed friends. They just needed somebody to talk to. You got one of those out of me, but I was looking for somebody to fuck. All that, I want to talk to you and talk about your feelings and all that shit. Now that wasn't my thing. I didn't like it. So after that, after that. The original there, scumbag. <laughs> there is no, there is no coming to my crib. We gonna meet at the bus stop. Uh, and if I see you, cause I tell them like, yeah, okay, so, uh, wear a little pink flower in your head so I know that it's you. And you know what I'm saying? I will see them before they saw me. Like my crib is like right across the street from the bus stop. 
So I would see them. And if you didn't look shit like what you were saying that you was looking like, it was a wrap. I wasn't coming out to meet you. You just basically just came all over through the city for no reason. So you talk about a nigga that was glad when camera phones came out. I found some of my best friends on, on MySpace. Shout out to MySpace for, you know, um, cause oh. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. My my second kid mother came from MySpace. Shout out to MySpace. So talk to these people, man. Talk to them. Get to know. Adults need friends too. The moral of that story is be yourself. We're gonna love yeah. you. We're gonna love you a lot more if you just be yourself. Don't lie and tell me you look like JLo because and you really look like hell no. And then now, you know, I gotta come up with some weird ass excuse. Oh, man, I got to get the kids this week doing damn well. I don't have to get them, but I'm going to lie to you and tell you that I do. The way the things are now, technology changes all of it. I mean, yeah, you think that, okay, it's Instagram, so now you get to see. Man, Instagram is nothing but filled with liars. Facts. And then I don't know if you've seen as of lately, people posting these AI avatars or these AI pics. Where they oh, camouflage yeah. themselves with, via AI. Y'all, y'all letting them tell y'all what kind of babies y'all gonna have, but y'all out here killing the real babies. Explain Ooh. that. Ooh. Explain that. Ladies. But anyway, like, huh? I ain't touching that one. I am. I am. You know me. Yeah. I ain't got no sense. Yeah. You, you, you absolutely don't. I'll let you get crucified. <laughs> I'm just the saying thoughts and views of Smash <laughs> are not hey, necessarily hey, the same hey, thoughts listen. and views of just red. So what's happening, man, with you? Are you are you getting your feet back in the podcast game, man? Listen, man, so it's, it, the, I, the, pots I came, are, the pots are being stirred. I came up with an idea, man, because I remember the 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 podcast class of 2021 was lit. Yeah. You know, now I want to do like they do in the videos at the end of the movies when people die. You remember how in life that, you know what I'm saying? When everybody, everybody started dying, everybody, that's, that's, that's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you got to take it as, as, like I said, you know, Man. for me, I had to realize that shit, life is starting to life again. And that, that's what's going on. You know, a lot of people, during the era where we really got jumping and started with this stuff, man, people were either furloughed, still under lockdown, nice. hours had been cut drastically. So, hey, they were finding things to do with their time. But now yeah. you back working full time or you're back still trying to recover. Man, think about the loss of income that people took nice. during that time period. That ain't no, that ain't no six month bounce back. Listen, you can't recover. Shit, you ain't recovering in six months. You ain't recovering COVID, in a year. COVID temporarily put a lot of families back together. Shout out to them for that. You know, because you had a lot of put a, motherfuckers. put a lot of people back together and it created a lot of families. I mean, <laughs> you had a lot of motherfuckers you, that couldn't stand each other. Call it what it because... was. All people, was doing, all people were doing during COVID was fucking and yeah. podcasting. Because you was, you was in the crib now where you couldn't, you had to be in the crib now. You know what I'm saying? You just had to. Like, it wasn't, you couldn't get away from it now. So, yeah, we we going to be family. People worry about the crack babies. You need to be to worry about the COVID babies. 
Shit, that's who you need to be worried about. Them motherfuckers got that 19 in them. Oh, shit. <laughs> they man, fucked listen, up. Listen, I'm going to tell you, like. Um, but the thing about it, though, with them, you know, crack babies, they 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 just a different breed. But see, you get these COVID facts. babies, at least they break into your house. You can catch them because by the time they get out the window, they out of breath. They got facts. respiratory problems. And I and I know, listen, and I know, I know for a fact, like, listen, uh, Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, um, when y'all putting these families together, y'all just got to know what y'all want. Like, don't force it. Don't force it. Because, listen, I know, okay, so, like, in the middle, like, right before when COVID was starting, for me, I was stuck in a house with somebody that I really didn't want to be with anymore. And, um it just made me realize and open up my mind a little bit. Like, you know, and then the, the, the sex and everything wasn't the same. It was just like, yo, you're here. We're just going to do this. Cause we're here. I mean, I really don't like this shit no more, but because we're here, I'm going to do it. So I think COVID should come out with their own shoe. Like, and the, the slogan should be, we're here, so we might as well just do it. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need, hey, man, you need help, bro. Hold not not we're here. just because we're here. <laughs> <laughs> you could be anywhere wow. else in the world, but you're here with me. <laughs> that, that's, that's insane. All right, man. <laughs> that, that is insane. All right, man. Y'all know you know how this go. This is final thoughts. It'll be about whatever, you know, whatever's on Just Red's mind, you know, and man. everybody know where they can find you. All that good shit. The man, the, can... the the calm of the storm, because he's the calm. I'm I'm like the storm, I'm, you know, if it makes sense. Man, I'm not willing to cause a little hell myself every now and again, but um. You can find me on on Instagram at justred904, and you know, you can find me. You can find me out there, and and real soon, really, really soon. As I said, the pots are indeed stirring. It's a couple of things that are being worked on right now behind the scenes. Can't release info out on it just as of yet, but um, very, very soon, very, very soon, things will be back up and jumping. I've got some stuff in the, in the works. Um, my final thoughts is, listen, <laughs> if y'all listen, look, and, and I think this is probably like one of the calmest episodes me and him have had because yeah, it's, we, it's been a we, if y'all go back to like season six, season five of bet the house, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the shenanigans is crazy. Like, like, uh, the episode, I think we had an episode where I was telling them, like, uh, I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, my girl go get fucked in the bathroom than her actually <laughs> going home with the nigga, you know, cause she, she really liked that. Like me and him have had, listen, listen, we've had some epic times epic battles, yeah. epic conversations. And I feel like, you know, 
Um, I ain't gonna lie, brother. I kind of missed getting you on one of these episodes, man. So this this was this was definitely one that I stayed up late for, even though I got to get up in the morning. But I think this is, you know, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, you know, they don't let your boy on the radio. I'm a radio host now. So it's like, you know, it's 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 changes and things is coming. So it's like, man, I'm you I I love hearing when you know people say that the pots is stirring and all that type of stuff, man. Salute. You know, um, I think this right here is the closest that I'ma get to the old days. So it's like I take advantage of those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, definitely. Um, shout out to you. I appreciate you taking your time. Um, like I said, there have been, you know, the one constant thing that I know when I was going through everything that I was going through yeah, yeah, was I would hit you and it didn't matter if you was at work. It didn't matter whatever you had going on, you reached out. So that I take, I take appreciation for that. Listen, brand new episodes of Bet the House is coming. Uh, we got more of the debates coming very soon i'm putting that together uh because i know you don't want to step in that debate debate field with me you know you know um that's not what you want you know you know i i got the debate series popping off you don't you don't want to step into that because you know we done had some epic epic battles it's it's, it's been definitely some some (laughs) some serious back and forths um, a, a lot of um, volleying back and forth. Um, a good, a lot of good banter, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But um, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. Ow, I'm looking forward to it. Listen, man, go follow this good brother. I'm gonna post links and all that good shit. Um, and sit. The little kid got thirty five thousand. Well, big yeah, smash. I got I got a lot of kids. So if y'all want to make a GoFundMe for me, cause shit, and then you know, buy me a plane ticket, and I can go find the kid, and he can hang out with my kids or something. Now he can take the thirty five and come hang out with the with the Boyd bunch. You know. Um, listen, we appreciate y'all, man. I gotta get ready for bed. This brother, you know. Gotta go try to make some COVID babies or something. I don't know. But oh, listen. Go, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. y'all already know what it is. We yeah. out. <laughs>